another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Legion on Zoom. As usual, yes, as usual, and hopefully forever, it's Chez and whatnot and such. Muy bien. Hello, I'm Miguel. And I'm Rod. What's up? Yo, Chez, are you finna be immortal? Is that the goal? See, if, you be, if you're Chez forever... And you're you're like to the end of time. Well, I mean, if you think about it, uh, we're <laughs> technically already immortal just by being online mm. with the creation of this podcast. Because I don't know if you mm. remember the old school movie, The Time Machine, that had a uh, Samantha Mumba. I saw that on a couple of flights on an airplane. Fans deep go check cut. that out. Really throw back a deep cut. Like after society collapses, there's still like a citadel of information, like a library, mm. and there's access to the internet. So after society falls, if someone can access the internet and Spotify. <laughs> Brainiac. That's what basically yeah, yeah. what Brainiac does. He exactly. So, so if we're ever attacked by such a species, they'll collect our info, thus putting us into the cosmos. And that's true. Nothing on the internet ever really goes away. It's always out there. It doesn't even have to be Spotify. You know, yeah. you might be listening on anything, you know, even straight directly from Captivator. Who knows what people, some future species, alien invaders will listen to us and then deem us not worthy. <laughs> or I don't know, working something. It'll be- and with that being said, fuck you, Joss Whedon. Ah. Moving forward. In the news. Some bad news for everybody. You rap bastards, you're doing it to me again. Fuck you, DC. New Gods and Aquaman down the drain. That's a bullshit. I would like to clarify that 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 it technically it's not Aquaman two right that got uh, uh, canceled. It's the the spinoff movie, oh, The right, Trench. Right. Oh, that's what I thought. No, yeah, so it's a spinoff movie, The Trench, that's that's getting canceled. Which like nobody, I never was excited for that movie. I'm like, I was what? excited. Who thought about a movie about the trench? You know that like uh, I don't care. That was a cool story in the books, written by Jeff Johns. Which shout out. But dope because it had Aquaman on it. Now in it, you know, like rather than I don't want to see about a movie about the fucking creatures, but whatever. But the new gods movie, now that's fucking disappointing. Yeah, they had a director, had Tom King attached. Yeah, yeah, not just any director, Ava DuVernay. Like she's known for being a well director. I, I think she's Oscar award winning. I don't know. We would we could Google, but she's famous director and Tom King. Like both of them writing it together. For those of you who may not know, Tom King was the last Batman uh, 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 writer who wrote an epic, epic Batman story, and he's still writing right now the Batman Catwoman. And he's written Mister Miracle miniseries. He's doing the Strange Adventures miniseries right now. He's doing the Rorschach miniseries right now. He's a fantastic. He did the Vision miniseries, which elements a little bit of those were seen in the WandaVision uh, a show. Jesus Christ. And they're like, Wanda, Warner Bros. was like, now nah, we good. <laughs> Hopefully he got paid already, though, right? Because maybe he, he just came in to like write it and like it just got, you know, he already got his he got his part. But yeah, oh, I'm sure yeah. he's going to have much more career opportunities. He's one of the best writers like in the business. He'll do, he'll do other movies, but I'm curious as to why they canceled it. Like, was oh. was was the Snyder cut so like uh, impactful that they want to maybe use that dark side and maybe that dark side didn't play well with whatever uh, the director for New Gods had in mind? Who knows? Right. Actually, actually, so I did read. So let me give some context to this. So, you know, because uh, 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 first of all, the news about this came out yesterday, April first, right? So it's April Fools, you know, for for here in the, at least in the United States. Where so I didn't believe it. I'm like, ah, fuck you. I actually wrote to comicbook.com on their comment. I'm like, I don't believe this shit. It's <laughs> fucking not falling for it. Word. But the news is still out there today. And, and then now, like, you know, I, I read like Yahoo News said, so, like, we we confirm. I'm like, all right, Yahoo, like I'll trust you now. And 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 so that's what happened. And but in one of those things that I read yesterday did say that it seemed to be influenced by the Snyder movie because they use dark side and that they want some more time in between the dark side that we would see in the new gods versus the dark side in the justice league. And I think just for the fans out there who might not be know what's up with this. So the new gods is a Jack Kirby creation where it's basically that's where dark side comes from. And it's basically the planet of like apocalypse ruled by dark side against the, I don't know what the other planets named where the, the good new gods live. Yeah. Uh, and then they battle each other, you know? So basically new Genesis, I think it's the name of the planet. Yes. New Genesis. Exactly. And they're led by high father. 
there you go. And so that's so we did see in the Zack Snyder's Justice League several members of the new gods who are from the apocalypse world, right? Dark side, yeah. Steppenwolf, Desad, Granny Goodness, the whole world, which were going to be seen in the new gods movie, but now they're like, nah, we good. Yeah. I mean, I can see why. I have thoughts on both. Mm. One, um, I don't know if that was sarcastic or genuine interest. <laughs> Not genuine. <laughs> but I'm going to plow ahead on the turn. <laughs> um, so for the New Gods movie, I legit think they saw how advanced they were at Disney with its parallel also by Jack Kirby, The Eternals. Um, and they were like, you know what? Instead of stepping in this sandbox, let's save face and money and stop now because they're clearly going to blow us away. They got Salma Hayek in a comic book movie. Like that's that's, that's a good point, right? Because actually, for the fans out there, so the Eternals is straight up, basically like uh, almost uh, not straight up completely, but it's like highly, highly influenced version of the New exactly. Gods. It's 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 almost a, a new version of the New Gods, but and it's created by Jack Kirby. They're both Jack Kirby yeah. creations of these semi-god-like people, but that's a marble, uh, 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 you know, material which is going to become a movie it's already been filming for a long time yeah. it has an amazing cast it's got fucking Word. you know fucking what is it jack snow what was his name from fucking the 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 game of thrones uh who uh jack john snow <laughs> no <Jack> john snow. <laughs> <laughs> no, fucking with jack jack snow. jack snow sells coke some tim burton character <laughs> i thought of a drug dealer <laughs> Jack Snow, like working <laughs> on the corner and shit. Anyway, but it's got Salma Hayek. It's got other awesome cast members, uh, and and it's directed by Chloe Shao, who's uh, uh, who I actually didn't know much about her other than actually she directed Nomadland, which I haven't seen, but it's an Oscar fucking nominated movie right now for best film and shit. And so it's like, wow, they got big guns. Like, so that's a good point, <laughs> Chess. And also, um. DC should keep investing in Aquaman for the sake of humanity. Follow me down this rabbit hole. So, um, if they keep pumping out quality Aquaman shit, or at least slightly quality Aquaman shit, people will care about the oceans, and we might stand the chance of getting like a good hmm. drive behind saving it. It's kind of like, don't make it all about environmentally friendly, but if you get people interested in Aquaman, it's only like like it's only logical that some people or more people will start to care about the oceans themselves just putting that out there i co-signed that facts well damn that's rare but i'm a runner <laughs> <laughs> all right here, here's my hot take i'll make it quick because we got tons of shit to review facts i in in uh i'm you know obviously i'm rewatching the Zack snyder's justice league um and he mentions how the anti-life oh steppenwolf mentions how the anti-life equation is the is the answer to subject free will throughout the multiverse he said like not the universe he said the multiverse so i'm thinking like you guys already made a dark side and he looked fucking cool and and i th i don't know if it has anything to do with that or like like you know just the, generally the new gods like how they were presented in that movie versus what they were gonna do for this new one but hey i, I like what they set up there you know they can keep running with it you know keep running with that story potentially but yeah, hot take. And I agree and with the multiverse stuff. And we've been talking about this to death in every episode, you know, about how like, you know, we're okay with DC um, running with the multiverse. And I think that's a weak excuse, right? I think to, to say that, you know, because of this version, I know because for example, like we had Batflick and not, not too long afterwards, they're like, and Jared, Le you know, Leto. And then they're like, ah, you know what? We're going to do Joaquin Phoenix. And now we're going to do Robert Pattinson as Batman. It's like, well, why don't you just do the same thing with the new gods? And like, you know, but, fuck it but i like your point rod i think that's that's another you know right like, maybe just keep dark side consistent right just that mm -hmm. and then have it be all multiversal from there on out oh i will say actually with that and we'll add an image of that here that around the new when when this news came out yesterday also Zack snyder apparently posted a dope ass fucking like uh one of those como se say design uh uh, uh uh illustrations of granny goodness she looks motherfucking bad ass. Oh shit! I have to go check that out. Yeah, I want. I I definitely have to go check that out. 
And so I feel it was like as soon as the news came out and then he's posting that, it felt like, you know, it's like, see, don't you want these new gods? <laughs> right. Yeah. Or like <laughs> these ones. Whatever. It's like, enjoy like these ones right here. HBO Max, just give me some more money. Take my money. Word. And now on to epic, epic, epic fucking shit that we've been binging. Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Amazon. I feel like I got kicked in the balls twice and I like it. But, but what about Amazon? You said and Amazon? What about Amazon? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Amazon, and it, like, shit. Like, no, no, no. What is Bezos it, doing to you? Yeah. <laughs> the, the overall Amazon experience, the fast shipping, exactly. the, <laughs> the customer service is overwhelming. You know it's fantastic. That's, that's actually exactly what you got. All right, all right. So think they about got it, Amazon yeah. Fresh, yo, right, too? Yo, the grocery. Yo, oh yo, 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 because of Bezos, right? Because of Bezos, I got fast shipping. <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere for anything. I'm getting awesome shows. <laughs> All because of Bezos to some extent. Once again, he's like he's like the other Feige. If you think about it. Bezos in his own way is a more diverse version. Talk about of the Feige. new gods. Yeah, word exile word. Yeah. And then this, okay, so we're talking about uh Robert Kirkman's Invincible. We've yeah. already uh jumped into it. There's yeah. they released three episodes initially, and it's gonna be a weekly after that. Uh so there is a new episode today when you guys are hearing this on April 2nd. I haven't seen it yet. I'm but we did, I think we all watched the first three episodes. Uh, yes, we did. I, I just finished them actually. All right, so I'll jump in first very quickly. Uh so you know, I was a bit meh about it only because, like, we've been so DC and Marvel heavy that we're just, like, looking for Zack Snyder, Falcon Winter Soldier. <laughs> so word, when Image Image throws something, the last Image thing that we were excited about was probably The Walking Dead. Maybe something else, but last thing I can think about. So I wasn't, you know, super crazy about this. I did like the whole concept behind the comic book and how he, he sort of has the persona of, like, a flagship superhero. He's even wearing the Image logo on his costume right oh, it, I, never, it, I never yeah yeah check oh, i'll throw shit. that up right here on the screen <laughs> so you know so he brings that classic superhero vibe to image comics uh, granted i only read the first two volumes but um that oh, being damn. said uh the the animated series for me i started a little bit slow but by episode two i'm like holy shit and you guys know the scene I and mean, it's gonna be a spoilerific yeah. review yeah there's an analog yeah. of the justice league spoiler alert here Spoiler alert! Yeah, right. So, so they have their own Justice League in this universe. You know, this universe is like a, a cool interplay between like Marvel elements, where New York City's under attack yet again, right? It's very superhero-y and in that way. But then they also have like their their DC Comics kind of vibe with you know the the Guardians of the Globe yeah, and uh, Omni Man, right? He's like the 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 Superman of this world. But yeah, basically, for some reason or another, he goes ape shit, right? And the series gets really graphic after that. And of course, you know, we have the the, the main character, uh, Mark Grayson, who's, you know, your, your typical teenage high school awkward geek, right? You know, in, in the vein of like Peter Parker. I bet to differ on the low, though. He's like mad, handsome and young and shit and built. Yeah, like, I mean, they all look kind of they all look kind of generic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, but but you know, when we come across him, he doesn't have a yeah, girlfriend. He's kind of awkward. Whatever. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, yeah. literally he got he gets his ass kicked like in the beginning of the first episode, no? like by trying to stand up to a girl or something. Exactly. Yeah, very Flash Thompson. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yes, after the third episode, like you get into the mystery of it all. Like, you know, why did Omni-Man lose his shit? What's going on? You know, uh, Invincible during his powers. He has a budding romance. Um, but yes, I, I'm, I'm in. I actually like it better than the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. So I want to hear what you guys think. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll go. So the the I I think obviously and then just for people out there who who don't know anything about the 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 show right is so it's this you know basically the idea almost like Superman had a kid basically you know and that's the main character which is invincible we have Omni Man who is like yeah. a Superman type person who's from outer space you know got married with a human and had a kid which is Mark Grayson. All right. And so then it's like he, he finally is heating, uh, you know, like what well, he's like 18 or something. Right. Or late teens starts developing his powers. And it was like, oh, shit. So what, how is it going to work now that he's like developing powers? And, and so and then that and it's set in this very like it's a traditional comic book world, 
you know, but they're adding these kind of real elements to it about like, well, how gory it can be and, and how like certain things would be difficult with the big twist. The thing with Omni-Man not being who he says he is, right? Which we've already said, this is a spoilerific review. You should go watch it now. If you haven't seen, you, you should stop now, go watch it and come back. <laughs> and right where he's actually a bad guy, right? And, and, and he, he's, he's, he's been lying about who he really is and, and all that kind of shit. So I, I really liked it. I, I love the, the, yeah. And, and he is, right? That wasn't like some mind control shit. No. All right. So, well, actually, so, right. You've only read the first two volumes. I've read the oh. first. I've only, I've read the first nine. You're that volumes. guy now. You're that Game of Thrones guy. Like, yeah, whoa. Yeah, I'm on, on the eighth book. <laughs> right. And so, because the, in the book it is actually out there, it's done. It, it, like, it, it finished already. And so, um, I would recommend that inspired me to keep reading it, you know, and I'm like, but it's, it's a long, like, I don't know, like 24 volumes or more or something uh but the point is exactly that's the one thing i actually didn't really love too much about the show because in the comic books it takes up until basically somewhere in volume two they end up revealing that omni-man not isn't who he is so by that point you've already read i don't know at least five issues almost 10 issues you're kind of in it you kind of you're you love the family you 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 see all these relationships and then you get you like what the fuck right but or, then in this, in the show, they, I literally at the end of the first episode, they, they, they show you that Omni-Man isn't good. Yes. And in the, and in the, well, actually they haven't talked about it yet in the three episodes. So I'm not going to save it. I'm not going to say anything yet. Cause you guys haven't read more, but there's a reason why he is who he is. And that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. yeah. Don't, don't, don't be that guy. No, don't no, be no that I'm guy. not saying anything. I but want it all. <laughs> I want all the info. Um, as soon as I started watching this, um, Shout out to Kurt Russell. The first thing I thought about was this got some inspiration from the 2004 movie Sky High, where he was playing Captain Fortress. If you guys ever <laughs> want to look that up. What? Um, yeah. Um, he he is the uh, he's the other half of a super couple in a world full of superheroes too. his wife's name is Jetstream, I think that's a, such a throwback movie. Um, and his kid goes to like a high school for like all the kids of other superheroes and the principal is, um, Linda Carter. I'm going on a tangent, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, like I noticed that the inspiration between him and his son in that movie is on the, is kind of like the same thing with him and, um, with Omni-Man and what's the kid's name again? Mark, Grace, uh, yeah, Mark, yeah, 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 same in Mark, yeah. I feel like it got inspiration from that. Like as soon as I saw them interacting, I kind of thought about that. Except that in this one, it's way more intense because that one was like a kids' movie. But yeah, so far, um, I'm loving it. I'm seeing more layers of betrayal in this than in Game of Thrones. Oh. Like everyone's stabbing everybody in the back while also kind of making eye contact. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know how the fuck it's happening. I love they have a Hellboy parallel, Damien Dark Blood. Um, <laughs> oh, who's voiced by? Do you remember Chez? Clancy Your boy. Brown. Yeah. The God, Clancy <laughs> Brown, the God himself. Do our show, Clancy yeah, Brown. That'd Yo. be insane. Shout out to Clancy Brown, always and forever. Um, that's my Lex Luthor. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, dude, it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. I love the dialogue. Um, it's, it's kind of like a mix. It's like a, it's like a bit like Spider-Man-ish snark when it comes to Invincible himself, but it's also very grounded and real. Like overall, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I prefer the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, though, because in episode three, I was kind of like, yo, this is big budget shit. And shout outs to the dude at Disney who I know said some shit like this at a meeting. Yo, we could shoot people left and right. Let's just not show one single drop of blood. Yo, like we we can pull off all the shooting and all the killing as long as we don't show any gore and any blood. We we're good. 
All right, before I'm... before we completely go into the Falcon yeah, yeah, Winter Soldier, yeah. but I agree though. I just a riff yeah, off of that. I believe that's probably coming from the Mandalorian or something. They're like, look at Mandalorian. They're killing stormtroopers left and right. Right? It doesn't matter. No one's right? Bleeding, it's like, oh, like... okay. This we'll do that. But yes, but before we go on to that, just to wrap up with Invincible, just a quick comment because you were saying that Sky High. Uh, uh, I mean, that Invincible might have been inspired by Sky High. Actually, Invincible first issue came out in 2003, and Sky High came out in 2005. Oh mm. shit. Oh, that, oh that, I was thinking My Hero Academia. And these are all similar kind of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like they're yeah. all slightly similar and shit. Um, but, yeah, but, yeah. but I agree. I like it. I, lo- I love the realism that it kind of has to. Yeah. Like, it's so cartoony, right? But, like, it's comic booky, but, like, real. And, and, it's, and it's great. And as we were saying earlier, just if it wasn't clear, right? You know, because Rod said, like, the last time we've been excited from an image uh, uh, work is The Walking Dead, who which was created by Robert Kirkman, <laughs> yeah, who yeah, created Invincible. So he's he's doing all right. Oh, and also, um, I want to just quick do some scolding. If there are any parents out there who just played hit play, not knowing what this was, and walked away and let their kids watch this, that's You're on awesome. you. That's <laughs> on you. If God you bless you. We're like, what are you watching? Bro, I remember I used to hide and watch the Spawn cartoon on HBO, another oh. image product, just because it was dark and shit like that. And I mean, I just had to watch it. Yo, like on the low, you kind of have to almost like kind of have to think, um, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds himself for pushing so hard for Deadpool, because if that didn't make so much money, we wouldn't be where we are now with R rated like properties creeping up because this shit is rated R. This shit is rated like, like, nah, it's rated R. I was going to say, what's that thing beyond R? I think it's like NC-17, <laughs> yeah. but but there's barely anything ever like that release because it doesn't really turn profits for people. And it goes almost like similar to kind of like, well, with the other Amazon non-Marvel, non-DC show, which is the Dark Horse book, uh, The Boys, right? Word. Which Which is also very gory. Right. And it's and I think what's funny is like I've never read The Boys. Uh, right. But like I read Invincible and reading it still. Uh, and it's like it's gory, the book. But there's something different about anim- animated gore versus comic book gore, because it's like it's a panel. It's just like, all right, I don't really get to see the head explode. Right. I just see the head when it exploded. And that's yeah. it. Versus in the in the in the show, we're seeing the whole process of. The oh, my God, that was awesome. <laughs> Jesus that was ver- Christ, that was awesome. That was very like that was very like uh Mike Judge type uh, <laughs> uh you know what I mean? Like like uh, Todd McFarlane-esque like heavy metal 2000 level gore. Damn. Deep cuts on deep yeah. cuts. <laughs> Beautiful uh animation. Yeah. Um all right. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked, man. Um and it's like the one thing that I don't get is like which was kind of stupid is that people kept on going back to where those aliens kept attacking. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> that, that's where I got the Marvel vibe from. Yeah, this yeah, is like, kind of silly a little bit. Like, like, like it, it like, straddles yeah. the line really well between serious and, and like comedic. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also true. Like much like our next show, the Ooh. Falcon and the winter soldier episode Word. three. What'd you guys think? I will say just to just to make sure I'm actually I, I'm ashamed of myself, but like fucking work got in the way, stupid life. And and but I, I haven't seen the whole episode yet. I just I saw the first half during lunch and then that's but I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it so far. What I've seen, I have plenty of comments, but first I want to hear you guys who've seen the Can, full episode. May I throw a nugget first? And th- there's a reveal at the end that's. I. I think it's more surprising than the reveal at the end of episode two. What do you think, Chez? You think that's true? I, I feel like this reveal is a bit more like shocking, mm-hmm. right? Well, I mean, the so first. We... I mean, the first thing I want to start off by saying is that um, Baron Zemo is goals. I want to be balling like Zemo when I grow up. Hell yeah! Just want to throw that out there. Um, and second, the entire episode was insane like it felt that it was longer than an hour in a good way because it felt like once your every episode is a fucking action movie mm-hmm. like it's insane it's insane um and yeah so i just binge watched the episode and then i watched all three episodes of invincible what the hell happened in the end again remind me it's a lot Wait, of can you binge watch an episode though 
no, no, because like I watched a lot of shit at the same time, back to back to back to back. What the hell happened in the end again? I'm not what? I'm assuming you binge watch an episode Clockwork Orange style, like you know, like that. Just fucking eyes open, not bathroom, no bathroom break, and maybe Wait, that's a binge of an episode. The end of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, longest title ever. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. I mean, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. Like it's a I, review. I don't want to spoil it, but. Well, because I haven't seen it, remember, but I don't, I don't care. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll take one. It's not. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not even a C-list Marvel character. Do it's it. A, it's an associated character. It's a Wakandan. Do it. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Now, uh, see, like, yeah. So, so you know, wait, 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 wait. All right. So, Chez, is it a bigger reveal than the Baron Simo at the end of episode two? Oh yeah, because it brings in a whole world of shit. Damn. Because, 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 in my opinion. As soon as he saw the first hit, literally, it actually was. I wondered, wait, is that because, like, as soon as I saw the first thing, I recognized what it's kind of was. Oh, I don't care. All right, tell me. I, I need to know. I need All right, to know. so <laughs> I'm gonna go watch it right now. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, wait, what, what was it? So, you know, like the Wakandan beads that they were in the bracelets that, so, um, that are supposed to be like for communication and shit Hell like that. Yes, yeah. So, when they're going to wherever they were going in whatever country that's in, like, you know, like the Eastern Bloc or wherever the hell they are, um, where the island kept, they were on, no, at the no, 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 that was no. a mad report. No, 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 when they went back to Latvia, oh, which okay, the whole time right. I was thinking just throw in Latveria, but then. Anyway, moving uh, forward. We're not ready. Yeah, not ready. it feels like a missed opportunity. But anyway, so um, before they go in the building, um, Bucky goes, hey, um, I'm going to go for a walk, which seems out of place, but what the fuck are you going to say to Bucky? Like, no. So they just go like, okay. <laughs> so then he go, you know, they go in the building. He steps back. He steps down and grabs a little gray sphere. As soon as I see that, I'm like, that cannot be one of the Wakandan communication beads. I forgot what they're actually called. Um, the ones that are made by Siri. Um, so Shuri. he's walking. Oh, uh, Shuri. <laughs> Some fucking Apple. Fucking... Yeah. Who's, yo, who has yo, more advanced yo, tech, Apple yo, or, or Wakanda? Wakanda? Wakanda, bro. Wakanda. You think the Dude, Apple shit is fire? Yo, the, <laughs> the closest thing we have to vibranium is an iPhone. Uh, um, yo, we are fishing for sponsors out here. So <laughs> anyway, um, so then he sees another one, you know, like on some like eagle eye vision shit, like in a corner. So then he turns the corner and I think is one of um Okoye's generals. Is yeah, there. one of those guard, Ooh. one of the guard, you know. One of the, the guard. Like, dude, yo, they threw Wakanda into this shit. Yeah. Obviously, oh, uh, Baron Zemo's a wanted man. I, I don't remember, like, all the nuances of, like, Winter Soldier, but I don't know right. if he got cleared either. No, no, no. He's obviously he's cleared. What am I thinking? Who's yeah, so they cleared? want Baron, uh, a Bucky. Yeah. But they, they want Winter Soldier. I mean, they want Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. Right, exactly. Right. So so for the fans out there who haven't you know seen it or just to remind you guys, right, because this, this whole episode starts with the whole thing about they got to find the superhero uh, 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 serum that's like being uh, there's other fucking superhero fucking super soldiers out there, right? Super soldier serum. Yeah. So <laughs> superhero serum. <laughs> that's some fucking Say- The Voice shit, right? <laughs> yeah. No, and so what's epic, right, is then they go fucking the Baron Simo and then they end up basically breaking him out epically. And so, but what's dope about that then is like, because Baron Simo being uh, affiliated with Hydra and with the Winter Soldier program, he's like, I have people that we can ask for this information because he obviously he doesn't want that either, right? He's like, I don't want fucking other Avengers out there with this shit. So let's all fucking join forces and do that. And so, which is then at that point, the big kind of reveal too, in a way, which they, I think they hinted at that, that they went the Madripoor. Right. Cause so Madripoor is a huge, huge place in the comic books and specifically actually for the X-Men books. That's a big place where the X-Men fucking there's been a lot of stories there because Madripoor is basically this lawless type of country where uh, where it's been populated mostly by mutants, super powered uh, villain mutants and then just other villains out there. You know, uh, there's actually like crazy. If, if you guys have seen there's that famous run. I, I don't remember who the writer was, but for Wolverine, where he's wearing a little patch on his fucking eye and he's called Patch. That's him in Madripoor. That was a big run that he had infiltrating the fucking crime scene in, in Madripoor. So that in and of itself is fucking dope that Madripoor now exists in the MCU. That was going to be my question. Like, is this the first appearance of Madripoor? Hell, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah that I think did not so. sound familiar. Yeah, yeah, mm. and like how Chess is saying too, like it fucking, it's like an action 
film, man. Like just the whole scene with them traveling into Madripoor that actually gave me. I'm glad that you mentioned now that the reveal is with the Black Wakanda stuff because it that reminded me of the of the scene in Black Panther when you know uh, what is it Okoye right and 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 now he's King T'Challa. Rest in peace. Rest in when power. they go to the casino. Yeah, when they go to the casino yeah. and it's like the weekend soundtrack is playing in the back and it's like this epic battle inside. I felt like it gave me kind of some of those vibes there. Uh, and so that's dope. And then we see that Sharon Carter is there, which that was surprising. And also I felt kind of shitty that, right? Like, how is it like Sam and Bucky and like all of them got it? Like, all right, we forgive you for everything you did in Civil War and uh, in, in Winter Soldier shit, you know, but Sharon Carter, now nah, you're still on the run, though. It's like, fuck. Also, she's a fucking savage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Her fight scenes were the shit. Damn, that was fucking epic. Well, she Jesus. was the first one that started killing people just straight up. Just like, Burn. shoot, dead. And I think at one point, I think I might have seen like some blood in her fight scenes. But I think like that was about it, though. But my favorite part is when Bucky launches the, the tube and hits the girl in the shoulder. He like does it like a jazz. Oh, word. Yo, I, <laughs> Yo, I love that thing. part. I had the word harpoon in my head. Yeah, harpoon. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, oh, did he just harpoon her? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but right. I, I do agree with what Baron Zemo did. The formula for the super soldier serum, it shouldn't be out there in the world. I actually agree with that part of his point of view, which, of course, leads me to the obvious rabbit hole question. If we had the super soldier serum, would you take it? Hell yeah. Which one? The one that doesn't get you all jacked and juicy like Chris Evans or the the, the more streamlined one that the scientists created? Thank you for being you and bringing that up, because as they were discussing <laughs> that, the first thing I was thinking about was who the fuck would it want to be jacked? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Not to make but, it under the radar like oh, yeah, that way you don't that, know. Fuck that. I'm taking that shit and becoming a physique competitor <laughs> or a male stripper. Either or. Or both. Or both. Yeah. Or both. Money will be made. Um, so yeah, either or. Up to you. You could take either serum. Which one would you take? And would you? I'll I'll take either one of them. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. Like, are there any really crazy side effects that I'm not aware of? Like, I don't know. I I, I fucking to be a super soldier, have those kind of abilities. Hell yeah. Bro, look at Isaiah Bradley though. He's mad as hell. Well, hell out of my house. <laughs> yo, he was fierce, bro. He yeah, mad he, as, yo, he was mad from the moment he saw them and he was mad. Yeah. You bro. know, what like, wouldn't you be too? Because I apparently remember he was in prison for 30 years and then he was experimented on because it's happened of... to us too, man. Yo, if you think about it, then yeah, okay, right. so <laughs> we're, we're not white. You're right. Yeah. Yo, 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 then follow me on this allegorically speaking. So Steve, if Steve Rogers is Captain America, then so is definitely Isaiah Bradley, if you get what I'm saying. You get what I mean? They're both like the yin and yang of America, Steve Rogers and Isaiah Bradley. Mm. You get what I'm saying? He's as much mm. Captain America. Tread carefully. Yeah, you know, every, everyone knows where I'm going and let's move forward. You know what I mean? Fuck that. But yeah, honestly, I would take both at the same time. But I, but to, I would prefer the jacked one because why not? Yeah, I, I like this episode because it, it reminded me a little bit of the Netflix uh, episodes. Oh, especially when uh, Agent Thirteen, uh, Sharon Carter's kicking ass. And, and wait, she's yeah, she's not Mockingbird, right? No, she's no, not Mockingbird. That's no, somebody no, no. else. Okay, because she uses like the two like Eskrima sticks, like Nightwing. That was pretty cool. Um, what's actually cool mockingbird actually came out in agents of shield hmm. in, in the for like a few seasons actually i really liked her and then they ended up uh just leaving i don't remember what her bobby morse bobby morse that's her name yes yeah and my question is like is luke cage like also a byproduct of this like super soldier shit like in the comics oh that's i was saying about him too right you know what i think it like, but I no, think just to frame it, just to frame it for the fans out there, right? Before we dive into fucking too detailed of, of the shit, just Don't because. Worry. So right, because in the comic books, we've known for the longest time, right? Wolverine is called Weapon X, blah yeah. blah. But you know, means actually Weapon Ten. And in the comic books, I think it was mostly Grant Morrison who did it in his run in New X Men. I could be wrong, but that's when they introduced Phantom X, who was Weapon Twelve, I think, or I don't remember which number he was. The point is that they're part of the Weapon Plus program, where 
Captain America, Steve Rogers is weapon number one. You know, we're experimenting with these, trying to create super soldiers in different ways. Um, and so and that's, Deadpool. Exactly. Deadpool was one. Maverick is another from the old school ones. Phantom X. And, and Omega, Omega Red. Red. Yeah, Omega, Omega Red. Red. Yeah, yeah. And Cyber, so, maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I thought Cyber came from outer space. I don't know. That's a weird ass character. <laughs> he's had a man team skin. He's bad. Yeah, exactly. He's mad 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think Luke Cage. Luke Cage is not part of that weapon program. No, but um, yeah, I think his shit was I think all over the place in those comic universes. They're just people trying to make super beings. And he was just a one-off, one of those experiments that just, you know, they were trying to make a super being in a jail. And it turned out that he he's kind of like a bane. If you think about it, he wasn't. Oh, shit. I never thought of that. Um, if you, uh, They have like slightly parallel stories. They were mm-hmm. both in a prison. They were selected by the scientist. And although Bane was the only one that survived the experiment because of like his vigor and shit, I think it was a malfunction that allowed Cage to survive. But yeah. Oh, shit. I never made that connection. Look at that. All right. Look at that. But yeah, fucking dude, like. I'm I'm blown away at the balls they've taken with this shit. And I noticed that we didn't really get any Falcon in this episode. We got all Sam Wilson. I don't know how oh, I feel about that. We did Good get point. a shirtless Falcon, though. I'll put yeah. that up for the fans. We got a shirtless Sam Wilson. We got a shirtless Sam Wilson. I don't know, man. To paraphrase George St. Pierre, who's Bat Rock and was in episode one. I'm not impressed by, by the series so far. There's three episodes left. And I'm still not like, oh, man, this is... Oh, you bugging, bro. It like, when I heard there was going to be this show that was going to happen, like Fal- the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, two badass MCU characters that got put on full display in uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, I maybe I'm expecting too much of that. And, you know, there's only one set of Russo brothers. You know, they can't... They can only do so much. But is yeah, there I don't only know. really six episodes? Yeah, it's only six. Supposedly, yeah. But yeah, this oh, one, I don't know. It's not... I, I wouldn't be like, if you haven't seen it yet, I wouldn't be like, you must go see this. You, you might as well just wait till it ends and then Bing come at the end and all. maybe binge okay. it. Yeah. Fans, I just want to let people out there know, if you ever take Rod's advice, this is not the time. <laughs> just <laughs> no, go where you watch actually, the Snyder Cut. I'm, exactly. I'm, very, I'm very curious, Rod. Actually, so so I was curious because you were saying that before that you were nah, lukewarm about it. Uh, but but why exactly? The, what, what about these three episodes that you're like, eh, like you're not very, or like, why? I don't know. I I, I wasn't in, like impressed either by Baron Zemo in Civil War. Civil War was an amazing movie. It was a huge spectacle of a movie. True. But the villain was very secondary. You know, if that like and, and honestly, I didn't think he was memorable in that. And then in this one, I kind of get the same vibe. Like, who is he? What are his motivations? He has a kind of a cool origin with um, Sokovia and shit like that. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like if this show was on Netflix, it still wouldn't be better than Daredevil. And it, it, it'd be on par with like Jessica Jones, for example, which was good. Don't oh, get me wrong. It. Don't get me wrong. It was good. Bucket, man. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like definitely three episodes in Daredevil. And let's go with seasons, right? Season one, Daredevil. Let's just the both starting. Season one, Daredevil, the gold much, much better than this. And I would actually argue season one, Jessica Jones, but season one of this. Word. I, so far, I would have to give it to Jessica Jones. But obviously, we know how it ended and all that, you know, but because going off of what Rod said, you know, the, the, the villain in Jessica Jones, which much more uh, uh, captivating, mm. uh, which was the Purple Man, right? Kilgrave. And, and here, Thanks. you're right. You're right. I, I personally like Baron Zemo. I liked him in Winter Soldier, but you're right. He, I liked him in terms I saw, I think I saw potential. Like, I'm like, I want more of you. And I'm hoping in the show, so far I'm impressed with this first episode where he's in. I hope they, uh, he said, they develop him a little bit more, you know, because especially, and obviously I think it's also because of like, because I tap into the comics in my head, right? And then, for example, the first thing I thought today when I saw him teaming up with the Sam with Falcon and Winter Soldier and that he's kind of like doing this sort of like good thing right but for bad reasons kind of thing made me think of Thunderbolts the original Thunderbolts team which Mm. was this uh, for those of you out there that know Thunderbolts were these new superheroes that kind of came out of nowhere. I don't remember what the main guy was called Uh, we'll have an image of him here yeah 
But, you know, but the big thing about that book was it eventually was revealed, I think, in the first issue that they're all villains, that they're all villains. And the leader of Thunderbolt is Baron Simo, you know, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, it got me thinking like I could I could see that. But 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 you're right. Exactly. But that's me <laughs> adding to what I'm seeing on the fucking screen. Yeah, I feel like somehow it was like they fleshed the shit out of Baron Zemo in this episode way more than they did in mm -hmm. all of the movie that he was in. And yeah. I grew to like him a lot. Like I said, see, even that, out like, Zemo. Like, like you can't even remember clearly like what movie he was in. Right. Cause even Miguel's be winter soldier to be fair, no, the but movie's it, old as fuck. it's understandable. It's like, it just wasn't very memorable, but, I but yeah, with you. I, I still want to see cool shit. You know, you're still going to get a lot of cool shit. So, you know, <laughs> But obviously, if you have to choose, uh, watch Invincible. I say watch both and just enjoy them. Why not both? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, dude, I... It's just insane how... Okay. Once again, this is one of the situations where, like, the whole superhero outfit thing... Is it just that Omni-Man is so ballsy that he's like, fuck a secret identity? Or is it like, do people not see that that's Omni-Man? Oh, that's a good point. And I don't remember them mentioning that in the comic book. Because in the comic book, he's, his day job is kind of like... Because he's making fun of, of these comic book tropes, no? And yeah. in the comic book, he's a writer. Uh, uh, and so kind of like Clark Kent's reporter, right? Uh, but I don't know if they ever explain how... Because he doesn't even use glasses, right? Exactly. <laughs> he's just like, I don't got the suit on. And you're well, going to accept that. Actually, okay. in the first episode, was it or in the second episode, was it that they kind of explain that a little bit where Adam Eve is actually her name is Eve and it goes yeah. to Mark Grayson's high school. And it isn't until Mark because she doesn't wear a mask. And when Mark sees her as him as invincible and sees her in battle, sees her face and then at school sees her face and she goes like, you're Adam Eve. And then he's like, how do you do this without a mask? And she says, it's a psychological thing. Uh, you know, like pe people don't expect a superhero to be walking around in your high school. So they don't pay attention. So they just don't think about it. And so it's like, that's kind of how like their hand wavy, like, all right, that's why they don't yeah. know this shit. Which that is a good point. But I feel like when it comes to Omni-Man is different. Like he's such a striking, like the man, he looks like the human version of a, like a husky. You know what I mean? Like the those like Siberian wolf yeah. dogs and shit. In a blender with to... J. Jonah Jameson. Exactly. You'd be able to notice. Like, yo, that's the same dude. You will but... actually, what you said in a blender with J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Do yeah, you those, know yeah, who the yeah. voice yeah. is, right? Hell yes. My yeah. guy, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. He's in Marvel, yes. Image, and DC kicking ass. Word. There's actually, I've noticed that um on the voice cast of this show, there's a lot of people who make their money like solely within the comic book realm. And I love that. I love when people like get rich just for doing comic book related shit. And um, for the fans, the dude who, yo, oh my God, he was so well written that he was making my fucking blood boil. Rexplode or exploding Rex, whatever the fuck. Rexplode, yeah. Yeah, shout out to the dude who does his voice on Jason Matsukas. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, plays, totally. Yeah, who plays Rafi on the league and is basically yeah. playing the same character, just toned down. Oh my god, that guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah, shout yeah, yeah. Matsuka is always the same guy. He was also <laughs> in the good place. He was like yeah. a creation of like uh, uh you know, he was he was whoever who he was, he was the same guy. <laughs> so like, like yo, awesome. straight up, that dude is making money by like just like being him like yeah. it's, it's it's crazy like, yeah. and it All also right. took me a while to figure out that that character was like a pyrotechnic i'm like does he just have a lot of grenades or something or like but then i'm like oh no he's setting all that shit on fire okay roared all right but we we, we got our tv show uh reviews in now to wrap up the show we wanted to dive into a special little treatment of the monster verse Right. You know, because we had a big thing. We, we, you know, we love HBO Max and they just dropped on March 31st Godzilla versus fucking King Kong. Right. And Word. what's crazy, right? Because it is part of this monster verse. It's part of these other movies that have been connected. And I've done the due diligence of watching these movies to talk about them right here right now i fucking last night like homework fucking watched godzilla versus king kong <laughs> to and today sure. sir you are you're officially a reporter mm, that is fucking and, a fucking journalist <laughs> and you're doing humanity a great service 
because when I saw our stories on Instagram, once again, fans, if you're not following us, you're making bad decisions in life. Go do that. I when I saw that you put that in our stories that you watch it, I'm like, Miguel's about to make the world a better place. And I like that. <laughs> All right. So what I'll do, I'll give my review. Guys, ask questions. I don't think you guys have seen any of these movies, have you? No, we were depending on you exclusively. Brad and I talked about it. We were just like, let's let's just be enlightened by Miguel. All right. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna start with spoiler alert, actually, for this. So spoiler alert here. Spoiler alert! Well, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I meant in terms of the full review, I'm just going to start off with, like, I, you know, Godzilla vs. King Kong was not really good. The other Ooh. movies are better, actually. I would <laughs> recommend watch Kong, Skull Island, and Godzilla King of Monsters. All right, so this is, here's why. So actually, the first movie was Godzilla, actually, in 2014 with uh, Brian Cranston in the movie. I don't remember anything yeah. about that movie. Just that Godzilla destroyed parts of San Francisco or something, and that was it, you know. But it's actually connected to those films, and but but fuck it, I think that wasn't a good movie anyway. But then the next movie was Kong Skull Island, no, and that one I actually really fucking liked. We have a listener out there, Ricardo Alvarez, who's commenting on our post, a good listener, good friend of mine too, that he says nice. that he that was not a good movie, and that Kong uh, uh Godzilla versus Kong was better. I disagree. Good, sir. And I actually disagree with Rotten Tomatoes, too, for the first time, actually, in, in, in a long time. They gave 75% for Kong Skull Island, and they gave, like, 79% for uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, which is probably not an important difference. But Kong Skull Island is, like, it's based in the past, and it's about, like, it's it's around the time of, of, of the Vietnam War, I think it was. Wow. Or, 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 yeah, there was a Vietnam War. And, so if you and, say World War II, that's a big difference. No, no, exactly. exactly. No, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> but but what I love, you guys, I think you would love this fucking shit because like Kong Skull Island has an incredible cast. All right. It's got fucking Tom Hiddleston, Loki on it. Ooh. He's got Sam Jackson, fucking Nick Fury. He's got Brie Larson, Captain Marvel in it. And it's got also John Goodman, fucking John C. Riley. Like, how are you not going to like this movie? Like, it's just they did that for fun. They did yeah. that shit for fun. Like the cast, it, like, honestly, like just seeing Loki banter with Captain Marvel and then have Word. Nick Fury come in and give them shit. I'm like, I'm, I am okay with this. And then you have some CGI epicness of King Kong fucking destroying shit. What's not to like, you know? And, and so it was a fun movie set about when they discover Skull Island, which is like this place where, you know, King Kong lives and other Titans live. No? And, and that's where they start to develop this theory of like, the hollow earth theory where like at the center of the earth there's like it's hollow and there's like an ecosystem and then there's a bunch of tunnels that connect throughout the earth and that's kind of where the titans are coming from no and then and that king kong is you know basically one of the well the kings you know kind of kind of thing and it's a fun movie it it exposes you to king kong cool cgi cool battles great cast it's fun no and so that's that movie you know, and then you have Godzilla, King of the Monsters. That movie wasn't that great, but <laughs> I will say because the cast was OK. It was all right. It, the, the, I think the best cast member there was uh, uh, Eleven from fucking uh, Stranger Things. Como se llama? Something Millie, Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Uh-huh. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, like she's cool. All right. It's fine. But what I will say, Godzilla, King of the Monsters delivers in terms that you see Godzilla fighting a bunch of fucking monsters. And nice. it's just and it's just fun. Like, I remember I was texting you guys, I think, when I watched it. Like, about nine minutes into that movie, fucking Mothra comes out and starts killing scientists. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm entertained. I'm like, all right, it's fine. And the story is like, all right, there's these evil scientists that want to uh, bring back the biggest uh, uh, titan, which is uh, uh, Ghidorah. to try to destroy fucking and bring back earth to to what it used to be you know like more pristine and kind of like a thanos kind of shit of like let's kill you know for balance and that's the story all right cool and you don't really care about the humans at this point you know it's all right that's kind of fine i want to see godzilla and then it's basically godzilla fighting this epic jadora monster which is three fucking headed dragon thing battling it out to be who's the king of the monsters 
and it's fun. Like it's just it's just fun. You know, it's like every few minutes, like every every 10 minutes there's a battle scene and it's ridiculous action. I'm like, I'm sold. It was entertaining, you know? Like it's entertaining. So that's that's I liked it. The acting in the plot is kind of like meh. And then at the end, it ends epically with that movie, you know, spoiler alert, it ends epically with fucking Godzilla obviously defeating Jidora and destroying Boston. Like they just destroyed Boston, like from the battling. So I'm like, that's kind of fun to watch. Like it's there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah. So the scientists succeeded to in cleansing the earth. Not really, because <laughs> they God, no, because then what happens at the end, because he released all these other titans, right? But then Godzilla, because he destroy, he defeats Ghidorah, he becomes the king. And actually, Godzilla is like cool with humans, apparently. What and the then, fuck? and yeah, and then all the other monsters literally—it's <laughs> just ridiculous, but it's kind of cool. They all literally bow down to Godzilla at the end of the movie, around like Fenway Park and <laughs> fucking wow. Boston. And, and so, meaning that then. Well, then now we know that in the Godzilla versus King Kong movie that there's been peace, basically, and Godzilla's kept all the titans at bay and really doesn't attack humans unless provoked, you know? And so, like, because the other one, Jodora was like, let's fuck everything up. And, and <laughs> Godzilla was like, nah, let's just fuck up. If you piss me off, I'm going to kill you. Other than that, leave me alone. It's all good. Uh, and so that was fun to watch. You know, so that's what that movie was about. So the scientists came close. And so now it takes us to Godzilla versus King Kong. Mm. I'm just going to say, right, like it took 40 minutes. I had to watch 40 minutes of the movie (laughs) for, for the big for the first battle. All right. There was zero action for 40 minutes. I'm like, I'm watching Godzilla versus King Kong. Get me fucking shit. And it's not until 40 minutes until that happens. And but but I will say that the battles are dope. <laughs> like it's seeing Godzilla battle King Kong in the first battle. It's him at, at it, it, they're at he's at sea because they're taking. So the point of this Godzilla versus King Kong is that they found a way to go to the center of the earth. Uh, and that apparently there you'll find this energy that some scientist team. Oh, God, there's always these evil scientists that, always. that, that they want to power it up. Uh, they want to use that energy to actually power Mecha Godzilla. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> to then have to be one up, you know, because they're like, we don't want the Titans to be over us. We should, you know, humans have to take place. Damn, I like the story, though. Yeah, no, I got like me. Good- Good old humans. No, no, no. The story's cool. I like the story. Uh, And this movie also had some cool actors. Had Millie Bobby Brown again. uh, And it had uh, uh, the kid from Deadpool 2 that blows shit up. Remember the kid that Deadpool and Cable are trying to rescue from? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The fat kid? Yes, yes. The uh, the, he was like Australian or something. He's yeah. (laughs) Miguel was tiptoeing around it. Exactly. As a fat guy, I get to say he's fat. I'm fat. Right, you I'm you get to say you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and, yeah, and for and the fans out there, just Deadpool so you guys know, I'm good. fat. Deadpool two was good. Yes. And so Sorry, it's like I, they, I didn't mean to pull from your spotlight right there, Chad. <laughs> you made a proclamation. <laughs> no, no, shit. I mean, no, no. Like I was just getting the air clear, so you know I can get canceled. I'm fat. Ergo, I get to call somebody else fat. Just hmm. all, true, law, all good. Law of the universe. Yeah. So it's you're not right. fat and, shaming. And you're right, but exactly. And we're not fat shaming, but that is one of his attributes that makes him stand out. <laughs> we'll recognize <laughs> you. You can recognize him besides the Australian accent. And so when they're on screen, it's funny. It's cool, but like um, the, the the story overall is kind of cool, but I think they try to include a lot more human element into it. And so there's like, there's the scientists that are working with King Kong. Oh, right, because the idea is like, well, then how do we get to the center of the earth? We need a Titan to lead us there. And so they're like, well, let's have King Kong take us there. That's that scene in the trailer where like the guy says, King Kong has to help us. It's like, so, all right, sure. And then the issue is that then apparently there's this ancient rivalry between Godzilla and King Kong. And as soon as he's out of his Skull Island, Godzilla can sense him and fucking goes fucking kick his ass. No, and their first big fight. And so that's kind of the idea. And then but then there's really only three big fights in the movie. 
and that's kind of a little bit of a letdown, you know, especially like I mentioned, Godzilla versus, you know, King of the Monsters. There's a lot of fight scenes. Godzilla, uh, Kong Skull Island. It's King Kong, like killing monsters all the time in that in that fucking story. Um, and so it's like Godzilla battles King Kong out in the sea. Then a whole bunch of nothing happens, just moving the story along. <laughs> And then they fight again in Hong Kong, which I thought nice. that was cool. Like, you know, like a tribute to the old school kind of movies. And then obviously, as we called it, I don't remember what episode it was, but obviously then they join forces to battle Mechagodzilla, you know? And that stuff is fucking fun. Like, that's cool shit. Like, honestly, seeing Godzilla and King Kong go at it is, like, it's fucking dope. It's cool effects. And obviously, they destroy the shit out of Hong Kong. You know, like, it's... And that's just fun to watch. Like, that's cool. But, like, I'm telling you guys, those were three fights out of a two-hour-long movie. Damn. Yeah, like... How about, eh. like, any, any like, uh, post-credits or Easter egg for the next monster movie? No, no post-credits whatsoever. They defeat uh mecha godzilla i take yeah exactly exactly and it sounds cool though i'm somewhat intrigued but it doesn't have batman in it so i'm hard pass (laughs) now i'd say like if you guys have nothing else to watch you know like i would suggest get intoxicated in your favorite intoxicant (laughs) you know alcohol weed life whatever it is you know congratulations to new york state by the way on legalizing recreational marijuana that's That's right right (laughs) <laughs> so I got a question. <laughs> so I have a quick question for you guys, just so we can leave our fans with this amazing thought. If you had to choose a philosophy to believe, well, like you know, like a theory to believe, you have to pick one of these two. You cannot not choose flat earth or hollow earth. Go. Oh, one, I want I want my response to be brought to you by Miguel's drink of the evening. Ah, <laughs> nice word. That drink is of the correct. week. Drink of the week. For the drink of the week, we're going with some good all fucking rye whiskey, which I'm almost almost done with it, courtesy of Basil Hayden's. Nice. Fantastic fucking whiskey. Love their dark rye. Fantastic. Highly recommend for everybody. And I would love for a, a fucking if you could sponsor us a bottle here or there. Thank you. That's right. And drink that while you discuss these two stupid ass theories with your friends. Now make a choice. Exactly. <laughs> Go I mean, ahead, Rod. one might actually have like believers, right? <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Shit. <laughs> I want to go with the, the the Game of Thrones theory that there's like an ice wall, and we gotta go get beyond the ice wall to explore the 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 infinite frontier beyond into Buzz Lightyear. So more or less, yeah. so more or less Hollow Earth. Got it. What about you, Pico? So I'm, I'm, I'd be more of a hollow earth. I like that idea because it is like I do feel like there is some like, for example, with the oceans, there's a lot of the deep uh, bottom of the ocean that we don't know. We haven't explored the trench, uh, like the trench that we and we won't now that the movie got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would think that that's more plausible of these crazy shit, you know, obviously not it's not plausible because the earth is not made of that. But if it were, I'm like, that'd be the thing. Not that it's flat. Yo, is there like a Kraken monster in the MonsterVerse? Like a like a water, like a fucking octopus god. Probably. Some, I think some I like th- Cthulhu shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think in the Godzilla King of Monsters movie, they battle a lot of monsters. And and I don't remember that one. But there was, I think, one C one. But Godzilla is actually the main one from the fucking sea. And like it lives in fucking deep in the trenches, actually. And and it's cool. Oh, uh, the, the Megalodon, right? That uh, big shark. No, it's uh it's like uh, that that's it's an ad, like a that's whale, an ad- no? Isn't like the Megalodon like an actual thing that was? I'm thinking about the movie with right. with Thomas Jane or some shit. No, no, not Thomas Jane. Anyway. Oh no, you're guys, right. You're right. You're right. I think you're right. I, I don't know what right. we're. <laughs> we've gotten are, you talking about, are you talking about? Are you talking about like Prime Evil? I saw a trailer with this big ass shark. Hmm. It was like a, not that long ago. Oh, however, though, if if if. <laughs> Our fans out there want to get the kaiju fix, the big monster fix. Check out uh, Pacific Rim with um Charlie Hunnam. Oh yeah, that was an awesome movie. Recommend by, that by Guillermo del Toro. 
Shout yeah. out oh, to yeah. Guillermo yeah. del Toro. Mexican yeah. Paisano. Yeah. Nice. And there's right, an but, anime on Netflix. I think I want to check that out. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right. But just to wrap up the treatment, just to wrap up, because the, the main thing I think <laughs> on people's heads, right, is who fucking wins, right? Godzilla oh, or King Kong, right? Because I remember them saying when, they came, when it was about to come out, the director said, like, no, there won't be a tie. Word. You know? First of all, motherfucking liar. It was a tie, <laughs> basically. Because like I said, there's three fights. The first fight, Godzilla wins. The second fight, technically, King Kong wins. And then the third the third fight is them both joining against a Mecha Godzilla, right? And so it's like, then it is a, that's a definition uh, of a tie. What are you so, talking about? So a Mecha Godzilla must have been close to killing one of them. And then the other one stepped in the way like, no. Mm, nah? Sort of, I guess. You know, because, for example, because it happened right after the fight between Godzilla and Kong, where Kong kind of almost defeated Godzilla a little bit. Well, actually, no, it was actually no, 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 no. Actually, no, never mind. I think actually I think Godzilla kicked Kong's ass mostly. And then Godzilla started fighting Mecha Godzilla. And then because they had to bring actually, no, never mind. It's done deal. You're right. You're right. I'm actually got to take it all back. Let's just delete the last few minutes, <laughs> edit the fucking video. No, 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 no. Godzilla wins. Godzilla wins because in the second battle, God's, uh, Kong almost dies. Uh, and then they have to bring him back to the humans. One of the random humans there, scientists, bring him back to life by shocking his heart with a lot of electricity, of course. And, and then he gets up and, and, and helps Godzilla who was getting his ass kicked by Mecha Godzilla at that point, you know? But Godzilla's already battled King Kong twice and shit, you know, and had his own. But but yeah, and I will say that though, honestly, even regardless of that, when I'm Godzilla did kind of dominate, like yeah, at some points they were kind of. But come on, it's a fucking big ass monkey. It's a fucking gorilla versus a nuclear reactor. <laughs> it's like it's 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 like with strength and a tail and everything. It's it was a it was a. To put up a fight, but Godzilla definitely is the king. Fair enough. And just to put it out there for posterity, since whatever we put in the universe is immortal, I need a movie where King Kong and Godzilla happen to mate. Then we get a Kongzilla, and then want that movie to be directed by Michael Bay. Moving forward, <laughs> I'd watch yeah. that. Exactly. With a cameo by Godzuki. Facts. God, that cartoon in back in the day was the shit. I remember that. The cut. <laughs> Fans, go check that out. All right, peeps. I'm going to go finish Invincible. This shit is amazing. I also got to catch up on Superman and Lois. I said it correctly that time. Fans, yes. uh, <laughs> we will be digging into that shit later. I got shit to watch. I got shit to read. Love you guys. This is Chez. Peace. We are the Legion. Miguel, peace. Chez Rod, peace out. Deuces. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.